Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mercy Rule, a sports show hosted by Dave Martinson and the keeper of the hot takes, Jeff Loudenschlager. Each and every Thursday, Dave and Jeff break down the hottest topics in sports, telling you what you need to know and other stuff you probably didn't need. If you like the sound of that, follow the show at soundcloud.com slash mercy rule and subscribe on iTunes today. Okay. Lamborghini Mercy. Yo, she's so thirsty. I'm in that 2C limbo with your girl, she trying to jerk okay. me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 71 of Mercy Rule, a weekly sports podcast from Dave Martinson. And the keeper of the hot takes, wearing a very nice basketball jersey oh, today, Jeff Lashlager. Jeff, how are you doing today? Dave, I'm doing wonderful. It's Halloween today, yeah. and as my Halloween costume, I'm going as a constant disappointment the New York Knicks. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of constant disappointments, we had another week of the NFL. I'm over the NFL, Dave. We were watching football in the living room the other day in yeah. studio, <laughs> and friend of the show, co-host Chris... That's and right. I both fell asleep on the couch because of the riveting football. So entertaining on a week-to-week, game-to-game basis. And the Jets didn't even make it to TV. Yeah. Why were they blacked out? We're in New York State. Because more people wanted to watch Buffalo, New England, I guess. I, guess. I mean, that seems like... I mean, think about it. Right now, the Jets are one of the... like We always talk about the bottom-tier teams. They are like bottom-tier teams. The Bears and the Browns. But now the Jets are in that conversation. Three wins, though. Yeah, right. Almost four. Lost the Bengals by one point. Well, you know what's going to happen now is we're going to finish like seven and nine or yeah, something. Yeah, the pick's and then, not going to be good enough. Exactly. So yep. it's just like another waste of a season. That's exactly what's happening. Because, I mean, Fitzy's He'll still, be gone after this year. Fitzy's bad. And, I mean, our secondary is trash. It really is. We can't stop like, anybody. We couldn't stop Terrell Pryor. Not taking away Terrell Pryor's great any, season. Any athletic receiver can beat up Revis right now. I know. So it's just... And then the screen and Pryor have underperformed as well. The whole the whole unit's bad. And every team can just dismiss their running game because uh, they're not going to be able to run. The Jets still have an amazing front. Yeah. But they're not going to... So they can stop the run. But they don't even need to worry about this trying to run. Because all they got to do is pass. pass and it's going to go past screen. It's going to go past Revis. They just can't stop anybody. Yep. So now they got Miami, Indy, Rams, Niners. They have a decent schedule coming up. But like you said... It'll probably do more harm than good by getting wins they shouldn't get just in terms of the pick. Right. But also in the NFL, ties. Ties are a thing. We I had hate them. back-to-back weeks with ties. I hate how the standings look with them, for starters. Oh, for sure. Like, first we start with the Seattle-Arizona Soccer game. stuff. I don't do that. Come and, on, man. Yeah, and then we have Bengals and the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. So it's just all over the place. It's just so annoying to watch. They gotta do something. It's happening from ineptitude from kickers, too. Right, and I, honestly, and stuff. I think what I think they should do is have a kicking, like a kickoff, and they do field goals, and they go farther and farther back until somebody misses. That's funny. Is what I think they should do, <laughs> or something, because I mean, it can take it's some, like a carnival game, yeah, right? Because it can take a long time. I get it, going back and forth yeah. on, on offense, and then going, and sometimes the defenses are just really good, or the offenses are struggling, yeah. and they, they just somebody gets happen. tired and it's just too easy. Yeah. Or just start every time on like the twenty or the thirty. Somebody's yeah. got to score it. Some, they got to do something. That's I, it's stupid. I heard a thing, where, and you know, it's already a pass-heavy league, offense-driven already. But make punting touchbacks start at like the thirty-five. Give less incentive to punting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if anyone would like go for that, but it's a thought. Elsewhere in the NFL, this actually just happened earlier today. The Patriots traded Jamie Collins to the Cleveland Browns for a third-round pick. 
funny on a few levels because if you remember before the season started, they traded with the Browns for Barkevius Mingo, right. also a linebacker. The, he was a first rounder, but kind of disappointment with Cleveland. But yeah, Collins is one of their either their best linebacker or their second best linebacker behind Hightower. Right. And he had a really good season last year. The whole Patriots defense has kind of been mediocre this year, mediocre and bad depending on yeah. the game. But it's just kind of a classic pass, the way they traded Chandler Jones. He's about to hit free agency. We're not planning on paying him what the market requires. Therefore, we're just going to trade him now and get something for him. Get something, yeah. It's classic pass. But given their defensive issues this year, taking away one of their best players, whether he's playing super well or not, just seems kind of risky this season unless they have so much faith in their offense well I think that's what it is they must have just they gotta have all this faith in the offense the offense is playing lights out right now yep. Gronk is playing out of his mind Brady hasn't missed a step yep. so I mean you can risk getting rid of one of your it may be one of your premier defensive players mm-hmm. but you don't need to rely on your defense this year it's one of those it's like the complete polar opposite last year of like the Denver Broncos right. when they completely relied on their defense and hoped their offense could do something because right. the Patriots offense can score on anybody yeah, Patriots and I guess a healthy. I think there's a, there's a few contenders that are offense only teams, really. I mean, Atlanta, they have a terrible offense or terrible defense. Yes. I'm not even. I'm not New Orleans doesn't count. They're bad. I'm not high on the Steelers. Yeah, um, the, Ste- the Steelers with Ben. Maybe, maybe it's more they're looking at the outlook of the lead, looking at the contenders. And as we talked about last week at soundcloud.com slash mercy rule, every good team has an issue, a potential major issue. So right. the Patriots are like, well, we trust our offense more than we trust anyone else's defense right. or offense, you know, whatever it might be. But yeah, yeah I mean, that, that happened. And in the AFC East, I mean, they're clearly the best team. In they already won the division close. by being the Bills. Exactly. So at this point right now, it doesn't need, they can risk getting rid of that because they're going to go into the playoffs. So regardless if they don't have their best player, which mm-hmm. they've been without, they did this happens to them all the time, it feels like, but they still somehow yeah. seem to pull it off mm-hmm. because Belichick is a schemer. So he, he's yeah, that just, he is. So he can just sometimes he's a cheater. Yep, that he <laughs> is too. But at the same time, they still win. So the with the way they play, kind of like a team like Spurs, mm-hmm. like just because you lose one player, the four and us doesn't doesn't nece- yes doesn't necessarily mean that the whole thing is going to fall apart. Right. Because everybody like the way the system runs is people the culture inter- the system. Yep. It's interchangeable. So I think when you're looking at a team like the Patriots, the Patriots and the uh, the Patriots are the Spurs of the NFL. Yep, that's definitely true. Most consistent team. Are they your AFC favorite at this moment? I ha- yes, because, because without Big Ben, we can't you can't pick the Steelers and right and the, the Bengals, Bengals are what we thought they were. No, to quote you. And who else is there in the AFC that really scares you? Denver? No, I mean Denver's, Denver's deep. offense. Is I mean you can't deep, count deep out the de- you can't count out the defense of Denver mm-hmm. just because at any given moment they can make you pay. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, I mean, I don't know. Like, Simeon's playing okay. He's not, like, somebody who I'm trusting to And, like, Kansas him. City's not a premier defender, like a playoff contender, you know? Not anymore. Last year they were. It felt like right. their defense was up there, but their offense Still waiting on Houston. The Raiders, man. All these penalties, but it doesn't matter. They keep winning. So, I don't know how much faith I put in their long-term prospects, given how good and bad they play right. week to week. Yeah. It's uh, weird for sure. But yeah, that's enough about the NFL. If you have thoughts, you let us know. SoundCloud.com slash Mercy Rule and tweet at us at Mercy Rule Pod on Twitter. Let us know what you think about your team because they're probably a better team than the Jets. Yeah, that's for sure. That's what we like. So. That's not tough. Yay. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Jets are three and five. Woo. And we beat the Browns by three. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to back at. The first week of the NBA, most teams played three games, some four, some two, but mm-hmm. everyone's played a lot. We've seen 
you know, a lot of action and everyone's pretty excited to be honest. No, uh, absolutely. You know, one weekend fantasy, whatnot. I love basketball. Basketball is turning into my new favorite sport. It's just I think. the best product, like game to game. It's yeah. So consistent. And we said it before. We said it the past few weeks on our previews. So I got a comp slash mercy rule. Even the bad teams are interesting. Right. They have intriguing players, intriguing narratives. And a team I'd like to start off right off the bat is the Phoenix Suns. Now, the Phoenix sure. Suns are a team that, they, yes, they're 0-3, so their record wouldn't let you know that they're good. But they played against the Warriors, who they lost to by about six, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they hardly lost to the Thunder either. Right. They played them. They played two of who were supposed to be two of the premier teams in the NBA. Yeah. Till the fourth quarter, right. keeping it single digits, which I think is great. For, as, you, as we alluded to, the product you could still be one of the bottom tier teams, but you can still play with the big boys. Yeah, I was talking this with a friend of the show, Grady McBride, who's on the show before. And at this point, is there any team that's an easy out? I mean, inevitably, Philly will become one. Right, but right now, everyone's playing competitive, which is great to see. Yeah. But yeah, to your son's point, even with Devin Booker and Brandon Knight shooting combined thirty five percent, they're yeah. still in those games. And TJ Warren who is averaging 23 points per game on 53% shooting. Loki, most improved guy to put on that watch list yeah, right hey. now. Good for him. You know, good young player. I believe it's his third season, so that's cool. Speaking of their bad teams, the Magic, they're a team that actually looks really bad because the big men have been atrocious. Like Abaka, mm-hmm. the guy's defense we always talk about. He's a, he's a negative by a mile right now. So Magic, it's funny, Magic are playing Philly this week. Oh my so God. that should be a funny game. I, I saw it described, I can't take credit for this, but I saw it described as the uh, stoppable force meets the movable object. <laughs> Something has to It's really funny. Honestly, and the thing is, even with, like we're talking about the 76ers, like yeah. eventually they're, off, they're playing, like their guys are playing okay, Embiid is playing yeah, Embiid's first... exciting, dude. Yeah. Please stay healthy. Oh, man. That'd be... If he can stay healthy, that'd be great. Okafor is off to a slow start. I feel like Okafor has got to be on the move at some point, but I feel like we've said that before, and he didn't move anywhere. Yeah. So it's one of those things, like, is it one of those, like, what are we doing here? Okafor's skill set and his lack of defense, a bench big man, right? He's a canter. Yes. So you'd think they'd want to play him well, play, play him, and get him involved so that he can have trade value, right? Right. Rudy Gay playing really good, assuming yes. his trade value is on the rise. But... Brooklyn has Brooke Lopez on a minutes restriction, a guy they clearly want to trade. I just find that so strange. That is bizarre. Like, yeah, I know Brooke has had its injury concerns, but that's the last thing you guys care about. You have no incentive to win or to tank because it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're not going to win. Unless they plan on trading him, which has been a narrative forever now. But Pelicans, man. Anthony Davis. I think he was a little tired of the Carl Anthony Towns is better than you yeah, talk. Well, let's let's have Anthony Davis stay healthy, would you? I mean, he's got 37.7 points a game at the moment, and he's averaging three blocks a game. So he's having And three better. steals and 12.7 boards. And he's also averaging zero wins. Yes. So, <laughs> it's not his fault, though. No, it's not. Your but, guy Buddy healed 6 for 24, 0 for 8 from 3. Wow. He's pretty good. So it's the big issue we're running into, as we said, with the Anthony Davis thing. He doesn't have any help. He's healthy, no help. And he's playing out of his mind. Yeah. So there's really, at this point, there's nothing he can do. Right. They're shooting 19% beyond the arc. And which is my, terrible in the modern NBA. You can't shoot that bad from three. And I've gotten into arguments with people about, is Anthony Davis a top ten player in the NBA? Yeah. And before this season, as of right now, I would say no. Because what has he done? It's a really tight top ten. Like the, Oh, yeah. That's what's so great about the NBA. Is there's so much star talent. There's so many great guys that are both characters and great players. Yeah. So, like, the top ten is a competitive top ten. Oh, absolutely. You know? 
But I think now I'm starting to realize what Davis is. Yeah. Because Davis has never been healthy. He's never brought his team anywhere, really. He made the eight seed, like, once. Yeah. So it's... The one time. Yeah. So now he's healthy. He's playing out of his mind. And, God, he's got nobody around. I know. It's, it sucks. Did he sign... Has he signed an extension yet? Yeah. Like, like, a, like in 2015. So he's there for a few more seasons. That's, That's what a sucks shame. about it. That's a shame. Because you know New Orleans isn't going to be able to do anything with it. Yeah, no. They're certainly not trading him, at least at this point. He's no. way too good. The Bucks, though, 1-2. and two. Giannis is the only guy with consistent offense. They barely beat the Nets, who were resting Brook Lopez, which is a, a bad look for that, the terrible Brook Lopez Nets. And Jabari, he's 1-14 for 14 outside the restricted area. But again, this is only a week. This is an overreaction theater on a crisp... Fall Monday. Yep. Overreaction Monday, just with a different sport. But what about the Lakers, man? One and two. Luke Wallen spreading those minutes around. But yeah. the young guys are looking good. It looks like a team. Right. You know, post-Kobe, how about that? It's actually about not one person now. And that's what I was alluding to when we were doing our Western Conference preview on SoundCloud.com slash Mercy Rule a couple weeks ago. I was saying that I don't think the Lakers are really that far away from doing anything. Right. I think it's one of those things that they need to be developed properly, which includes getting the proper minutes to help them develop correctly. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the only way you really get better is trial by fire. Like you can practice, yeah. you can practice all you want, but I mean, you got to get those minutes in the game yeah. to get better in these situations. Yeah, that's the thing about the thing about basketball too is. It's not like the NFL where it's like, oh, the quarterback, let him sit for a year or two and learn. Right. You know, it's just a traditional way of thinking. But basketball, it's like, you have rookie scale contracts. Get out there. And even if you get in the extension, you don't have these guys forever. You have them for like six years. So you have to just, if you actually want to make something happen, you have to kind of figure it out quickly. Right, especially in the days now where these guys could just leave. It's one of those things. Speaking of guys who recently moved, Harrison Barnes, career-high 31 points on Friday for the 0-3 Mavericks. Hey. Harry B., look at that. UNC product right there. <laughs> yeah, Dirk was hurt, but I don't know. We'll see. Dallas towards the bottom. Still. Oh, for sure. All right, so Jeff, I have a take for you. Go on. Wolves, 0-2, right? Both of our 8-seed picks. Correct. And Chris. Mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins needs to step his game up. Oh, He's not a playmaker. It's really bad, man. Yeah, I know. He has. He, he needs people to make up the plays for him. And zero, he zero potential assists in 71 minutes this year. Potential assist means you pass to someone or if they made the shot, it would have been assist. Zero potential assists. He's that bad of a ball stopper at this point. That's bad. And he's not the defensive wing that you think you would hope he could become. So, obviously, it's very early. I still think Tibbs will be a good influence on him. But right now... Wiggins is not a good enough playmaker, and Chris Dunn is still very much a rookie. They cannot afford to trade Ricky Rubio yep. at this time. Yep, that was I wrote the same thing down. They need Rubio because at this point right now, no Rubio's offensive game scoring wise isn't the flashiest, Never isn't the been. best. But at least you know that you're getting somebody who can survey the floor, the make a play, run the offense, and can get back on defense when right. needed. At this point, when you have that. You, you need your guys like Wiggins and Anthony Towns and Levine and Dunn if he's on the court at the same time. Mm-hmm. You need those guys to take care of the scoring while yeah. he basically runs the show, right. conducts the orchestra, if you will. Yeah, exactly. See, uh, Pacers, Miles Turner had a really big game. The first game, like 30 points. Right. But then he got beaten up pretty bad by Brooke Lopez in the second game, so player watch still. But Jeff Teague... On my fantasy team. Oh, he's Great dreadful. assist numbers, but he's shooting 20% through three games. So bad. That's really bad for a, a point guard who doesn't shoot threes. That's a yeah. guy who plays in the lane a lot. So yeah. that's just, that's really bad. I'll figure it out, though, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, your Heat, 
I think my big takeaway is the offense is really bad without Drogic, and the defense is really bad without Whiteside. Yep. And Whiteside, Whiteside doing his generational big things. He's second in the league in rebounding right now, averaging that 14.7 rebounds. That's pretty good. And he's leading the league in blocks, as per is usual. He? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's his 3.33 blocks. How old is Whiteside? 26? 27? 26, yeah. Yeah, interesting. So he's young enough to be able to be a, a long-term thing here. But and what I'm really happy to see is he got the money. Now, granted, again, we're a week into the season. Yeah, three games. But he got his money. And he's still playing exactly where he left off. Yeah, everyone was That like, was my main concern with him. Right, everyone was saying, oh, well, Whiteside, he got paid now. Who knows how he'll act. Well, earlier, before they re-signed him, I'm like, you know what? Let him walk. Let him go. Yeah. Just whatever. Like, I was over the Whiteside show. But I'm so, glad we have him money now right that now, we man. don't have anybody left. So, yeah. it's good. And also with the Heat, waiting on Josh Richardson to come back, who's always a good piece. Mm-hmm. So, once he comes back, he'll be able to... He'll probably take the starting shooting guard role. Yeah, and then I mean I think the offense will flow a little bit better there too because he can facilitate too. That's good. The Nuggets are one and one. My takeaway is the Nikola Jokic and Joseph Nurkic pairing is really bad defensively. Just there are the numbers. So I'm curious to see how far they take that if they keep it going. Just because because they're both big dudes, they're both centers, right? But it's not fast enough, right? To you know play with smaller lines, it's pretty simple. And then the fix is what stagger the minutes, start Farida Power, but like. He's yeah, not an amazing defender anyway. True. And a very limited guy anyway. So Well, they're one of the top teams in scoring this year. They're either second or third in points per game. They're yeah. averaging 110 points per game. Right. So, I mean, with numbers like that, right. you are you just need to rely on the offense. But, yeah, you have nobody protecting the paint. Wizards, playoff team for me, 0-2. Mm-hmm. Wall and Beal both shooting under 40% to start. Hopefully more long-term out. problem, though, is the defense has been pretty bad. But, yeah, I want to see more. Kings, 2-1. and one. I said before, Rudy Gay is playing great. Yes, he is. By a guy who's motivated to get a trade, I'd wager. I would, yeah, I would if I was him. Shout out Ty Lawson holding down the starting point guard role until <laughs> Collison's back from his suspension. It's kind of productive. Don't really want to say that, but hey. The Knicks, me and Chris said that their bench is bad and inexperienced. You did as well. It's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they're a minus 33 in 48 oh minutes God. with at least three or more reserves on the floor. Also, do you know who's leading the team in assists? Is it Przingis? No. Hmm. Oh, I know who it is. Who? It's Noah, it's isn't Noah. it? It's not Noah. Rose, it's not Brandon Jennings, it's no team <laughs> Noah. So that, that's, uh, that's cool. Hey, and knock on wood, D. Rose isn't hurt yet. That's right. Two games. <laughs> he made it. The Knicks have only played two games. He's and, made it two games. And we're recording on a Monday. They're also not playing today. So they'll, have, they'll be playing their third game. Seven full days after the first game. It's kind of, it's the early part of their season is just so staggered like that. Right. The Spurs already played four games. I know. Whatever. Rockets, man. Two and one. My guy, James Harden. My scoring title pick. I'm not picking Westbrook. I'm picking Harden. Get on the record now. They're scoring some points. That they are. They're a very good offensive team. But this is what we were expecting because if Harden's taking over the point guard role, he's the one who starts with the ball. A point guard, as D'Antoni would say. So there's nobody basically getting in the way of him taking the ball up and shooting. Awesome. (laughs) So literally he's just going to dribble up there and just keep shooting because nobody else on the team is going to be shooting. Interesting wrinkle, though. The starting unit with Mm -hmm. Harden and Eric Gordon and Anderson and Capella and Ariza. Right. Loki, good defensively through three games. 89 points per 100 possession. That's a pretty good wow. pretty good mark. On that group, Ariza's a good defender, and Capella should be a good rim protector. Beverly. 
No, Beverly is hurt. He's not in that stat. Oh, duh, yeah. Gordon's starting. Gordon, that's what you think. But Gordon, Anderson, and Harden being on a good defensive unit through three games. Overreaction. Overreaction. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting thing to point out. <laughs> See, I expect the Rockets. The Rockets are probably the best league pass team this year just because whether you like Harden or not, some people hate his game. I don't know how you can hate his game because right. like everything. They're going to score a lot of points. Oh, it's yeah. fun to watch. They run it. The seven seconds or less thing is back. It's, it's really fun That's to watch. D'Antoni. Yeah, man. He's back. It's great. And I'm, actually, I'm happy D'Antoni assuming he'll have some more success again because he had a bad exit with the Knicks. Right. And the Lakers thing, obviously, was a disaster. The Jazz, 1-2. Mm-hmm. Diaw and Trey Lyles haven't looked good so far. Joe Johnson looked great. In starting first for Gordon Hayward, throwing back Father Time. I think they'll be all right. I think so too. Rodney Favors is also on a minutes restriction too. That's part of the right. reason. Rodney Hood's playing well. Still the deepest team in the NBA. Oh, for sure. Jo- basically, it's just the Joe Johnson X. Uh, not X. Joe Johnson Rodney Hood show mm-hmm. until Hayward George Hill had a big shot for him one of these games, which is just something you know he would do. So that's good for them. It's right. Kind of paying off. But yeah, then you can get Hayward back. Today is the deadline for rookie extensions right. for the whatever class it is. And they just signed Rudy Gobert, as expected. Obviously, yep. he's making his money. Pistons 2-1. and one. Don't have much to say about them, honestly. Ish Smith keeping them afloat. <laughs> Tobias Harris shooting well so far. Whatever. Yeah. I, I think I heard a stat. Uh, about Drummond's him. leaving rebounders. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, he, he, But Andre Drummond last year was one of the worst interior defenders. At the rim, really? Yes, he's not even a, he's not even a, a, a rim protector. It's not a shot blocker. We knew that, but he's also straight up bad defensively. I think players shot around 53 percent against him. Interesting. At the rim, and for guys that had at least five shots taken at the rim against him every game, mm-hmm. he was like fifty three out of sixty qualified players or something that did at least forty games or something. Really bad stat paints him in a terrible light. Saving grace, he's like twenty three. So Drummond yeah, should he's got, be, yeah, he's, he's athletic enough that he should become more like a DeAndre Jordan. Right. But at this time, he's very far from that, so we have to keep that in mind. The Grizzlies, pace and space, man. Grit and grind is dead. Yeah. Marcus All hit three threes. I know. He only hit two off last year. Pretty crazy. Your guy James Ennis starting. <laughs> one of the Harrison twins, I forget which one from oh Kentucky. Also Zach Randolph beating up on second Zebo. units. It looks nice. <laughs> I'm sure he's actually kind of happy about that. Right? So yeah, Grizz are 2-1-1. All right, my next take, Jeff. Oh, boy. Thunder are 3-0. They're a bad 3-0, Dave. Yeah. Westbrook averaging a triple-double. Remember, this is, we're saying this before Monday night games. They'd be in Philly, Phoenix, and L.A. And the only... L.A. Lakers. And all games were within five points in the last five minutes. <laughs> that being said, Russ is shooting very efficiently. Yep. Turnovers are as lowest as it's ever been. But I've seen nothing to sway me from my picks. I agree. pick of them not making the playoffs. I agree. I thought they were going to lose to the 76ers when I was watching Yeah, that was actually so exciting. I, really, I, I was really rooting MB, for Philly. Me too. Embiid <laughs> was going off. It was great. Yeah. They just gave Oladipo the extension. But again, where's the offense? Night night they also out? gave Steven Adams a yep. four-year $100 million. Right. And uh, Embiid actually looked great. He was taking Adams to the rack a few oh, times. Oh, yeah. But that's the thing about Embiid. He, he's actually one of the few, like all NBA caliber talents. Right. Not just a all-star talent like most high picks. Problem is obviously we know health. Well he was drafted injured. Like they yes. knew when they drafted yeah. him, he wouldn't be playing the first yeah. year. Because you gotta remember him and Andrew Wiggins were college teammates at Kansas, but MB got hurt before the tournament started. Right. Hornets, two and one. 
their three-point shooting is really bad right now. That's all I really have. Yeah. Nice to see Michael Kidd go first back, though. Yeah. Hey, Making welcome. his impact already. Welcome back. Celtics 2-1, and one, having some rebounding troubles, but overall, they look pretty good. They're a deep team. Well, I mean, rebounding was always an issue for that team because they're yeah. just their bigs aren't that good. I mean, Horford was a nice addition. He's not a dominant rebounder. Exactly, he, he never was because he, when he was in Atlanta, he would share the base with Paul Millsap, who is a better rebounder. So yeah. putting Horford out there with a subpar teammate, taking like a downgrade from where Paul Millsap is, mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so much. Like he's he has to take he has to take on more than he's ever had to. Before. Right. Well, actually. Speaking of the Hawks, Horford's former team, Dwight Howard is, is second in rebounding percentage right now. Not scoring as much, but he's motivated on the block. They have the highest uh, point differential right now. Yeah, they, they had the number one defense through the first week. But Great also... Two, yeah, it's two games. And they didn't play against anybody good. Yeah, they beat, one of the games was Philly. So, but Hawks look to be in decent shape. Schroeder doing his thing. The Bulls, 2-0. <laughs> First in offensive efficiency through two games. That's incredible. Third in three-point shooting. I'm sorry, how? D-Wade had like four threes. Because D-Wade, right? who by volume, I'm pretty sure, yeah, by volume, he is the worst three-point shooter in NBA history, by volume. Curry made more threes last season than Wade's made in his whole career. Right. He's, he's not a shooter. He's horrific. Shooter. And all of a sudden now he's shooting threes. Like, what the heck's going on here? The, my <laughs> only theory to that would be he's moving on to, he has to develop, he's, he's no spring chicken. So no, he needs no. to start developing his game into more of a mid-range or three-point shooting role. Mm-hmm. And the first comparison that comes to mind would be like Jason Kidd. Oh, okay. So Jason Kidd used to be, oh, he would, right. he, he would, the he would drive yeah. and stuff like that. But then as he started to move back, more notably on the Knicks, yeah. he started to use the three ball a little more. He started to take the jumpers. Right. He would settle because he worked on the game so much that he was able to settle. Now, I don't think one offseason um, right. turns him into this three-point sensation. Well, yeah, Kidd is also but, a top ten three-point shooter now, yeah. too. But so, interesting. So I, I feel like we might see that from Wade starting, seeing less slash into the basket and maybe more jump shots in the even three-pointers if he can work on hitting it consistently. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. Still don't have faith in that team. No, definitely not. <laughs> Blazers, 2-1. and one. Starters defense has been met, but Lillard's killing it. McCollum's still playing well, too. Right. And, I mean, they're averaging like 111 points a game. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> they're shooting. Yeah, McCollum and Lillard is... A lesser version of Curry, Clay Thompson, essentially, the way they play. Right. It's tons of threes. Raptors, one and one. DeMar DeRozan has 72 points in two games without a single three. Right. Really old school. Valachunas is looking good in the Yeah, paint. increased usage, which is interesting to see. Is this the year we finally get the Valachunas breakout? Because he's only like 24, I think, but he's been in the league so long that we always... Right. Kind of, our expectations have been tempered. I, I can see it. I mean, he's playing well now. He's getting, like we said, the usage and stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially right now, because they're play- they have one of their rookies starting at the power forward. Mm-hmm. And so you have Valachunas and this guy, but the thing is, the rookie isn't as good at rebounding. Right. So you have Valachunas more or less taking over the paint because he's filling in for Jared Salinger. Right, that's right, yeah. So Valachunas has to take more of the load right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's helping him on this breakout. Because yeah. now there's more responsibility for him. The offense also has been performing better with Corey Joseph than Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Obviously limited minutes, but interesting to look upon because Lowry's, I think, 30, 31, 30, I think. Right. He's kind of he, old. He's going to have a late breakout in terms of... And he plans on leaving, too. Right. Well, going to free agency. So I'm sure Lowry's motivated to have a huge year. 
Clippers 2-0. Mm-hmm. Your pick looking good. Blake yeah. Griffin killing it. Yes. Looks looks really fresh. This guy's bounce. Chris Paul's playing well. Yeah, I mean, well... As Blake, expected. Blake had off for a long time because of that hand injury in the quad, so he's kind of has... Maybe he has some extra minutes charged up with them. I don't know. But the bench is actually playing good for them. Led, yeah. Led by unlikely hero Raymond Felton. Do they finally have the bench figured out? I don't want to say that. Stay tuned. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) And then, yeah, we have the last, I guess, the three best teams. The Cavs are 3-0, the Warriors are 2-1, the Spurs are 4-0. Let's do the Spurs real quick. Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili were DNPs for rest in the home opener. (laughs) Pop has no chill. He just doesn't care. That's crazy. (laughs) But uh, Patty Mills leading the league in effective field goal percentage right now. Killing it off the bench. Jonathan Simmons, mm-hmm. looking like a revelation. They're 4-0, and yeah, all about that rest. Yeah. and Kawhi Leonard's a MVP candidate, he's a beast, we know this. Aldridge is good. Yeah, you, you know there's, there's actually legitimate rumors that they might try and dangle and trade LaMarcus Aldridge, because apparently they're not thrilled with his fit on the team, even though he still plays well. Anyway, I'm not surprised. Yeah, he's 31, so his value won't get any higher. Right. I mean, why not? Trade him to an owner if, who wants to contend now, I guess. Yeah, if you can get... Yeah, I mean... No, make no mistake, we know it's Kawhi's team. Oh, yeah. So, if we're not thrilled with his fit or how he'll age defensively, I think. Yeah, defensively, yeah. he's a liability. He go should go to Miami. <laughs> we could use a power forward. Yeah. Go, instead of sending Mick the, Roberts out there. Aldridge and Powell. See, that's the thing. They're 4-0, and but I still don't like that. Two slow twin towers is still not that great defensively. No. Especially when you get spaced out. Cavs, 3-0. They're really just built to be fine the regular season, just roll with their talent. LeBron's mm-hmm. jumper still is not good. Doesn't remotely matter. No, because Kyrie is playing great. Yeah, and Kevin Love looks more like his old self, actually. Yep. Really scrumming around, doing it seems Kevin like, Love things. It seems like the Cavs are much more of a lower-stress environment than it used than it was yeah. last year. They had a lot of, they had a lot of growing pains. Yeah. You know, and I mean, they right got, around the black they firing. got their championship. Yeah, because... Yeah, like last year we were screaming about the Cavs. Yeah. The whole Blatt and Tyron Lue thing, mm-hmm. talking about how Kevin Love, they should trade Kevin Love. Right. Talking about how Kyrie hasn't shown up, and we're yelling back and forth about all this stuff. Ancient history now. And now they win a, a finals, and they're coming back. They start 3 0. They're playing well. It's a good 3 0. Yeah. And when you're watching them, like I was watching them the other night, it didn't look like they were struggling at all. I, I think, think Mike Dunleavy's actually could be a great piece for them. Yeah. It's funny, they got all these old guys. Trotting along, Richard Jefferson, yeah. Mike Dunleavy. Yeah. <laughs> Smith's in his 30s, too. Yeah. And lastly, the Warriors, 2-1. and one, Yep. Trounced by the Spurs. Oh, God, yeah. I don't have any questions or concerns about the good players. We, we know they'll be fine. Clay had a, a few off nights. That's not going to continue. Draymond Green is kind of more in his, like, super role player role now. Yep. And he, they were, like, giving him strategies who wasn't hitting him down. I'm not worried about the core four there. I am worried about is the bench. They David are, West and Zaza do not look good. No, the bench, I think, <laughs> looking at and the And even Iguodala, although it's a little early to judge him still. The bench as a whole, I think the, the highest person is averaging four, not even four points a game. Right. So they're not getting any offensive production out of there. It doesn't look like they're getting much defensive production. So they really are just relying on the core four. And at first, I, like, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be an issue. Like I think they're going to... I still I'd think it makes, makes them lose more games because last year their great bench would win them some games sometimes. Absolutely. Now that's just one less dependable aspect of your team. Right. If your bench isn't that deep. And the, thing and is, the Zaza downgrade is pretty obvious too defensively oh, right away. Absolutely. Again, they're 2-1. They lost to the Spurs. 
Their only two wins were against the Suns and the Pelicans. Yeah. So, I mean... They don't count. <laughs> yeah, so we're kind of waiting to see what happens to them. Yeah, the bench is the issue. So, it'll be interesting to see if the bench can elevate or if they make a move mm-hmm. or they stagger their stars a little more. Y- yeah, I mean... Instead of honestly, trotting them out. Because, I mean, Clay Thompson is hardly getting any touches now. Well, he's still getting his touches, but, I mean, he's he's averaging, like, 17 points a game at this point. Right. Which is pretty low for Clay. Yeah. In the past. So I feel like it would make sense to like stagger these guys instead of throwing them all out there together. Because then when you have to send a second unit out there, right. you're not completely relying on just one of the guys to be out there. Right. Because, I mean, KD's averaging 38 minutes a game right now. So he's playing all of his minutes, and he's scoring 35 points a game. But then you're looking at Curry, who's 20, 25 points a game, mm-hmm. and Clay with 17, and Draymond even lower. So I feel like you don't need them all out there together. Yeah, definitely as the game progresses. Yeah, it's interesting because like they're they're all playing pretty efficiently. They're not really winning with the offense. They're just kind of winning with their superior talent. Yeah. And this reminds me a lot of the Westbrook Durant Abaka Thunder team. They would just win because they were just the better players, not because they were running a great offense or you know systematically beating people. Right. So again, early, but the bench could be a concern. But yeah, you can let us know what you think about the first week of the NBA and the Monday games, which we haven't seen yet. No. <laughs> Tweet the show at Mercy Rule Pod. And as always, follow the show at soundcloud.com slash Mercy Rule. Follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Get it how you like, so make sure you get it, right, Jeff? Absolutely, Dave. Dave, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Martin Swagger, M A R T A N S W A G R. And you can find me at Jeff, J E F F underscore L A U D. Dave. What a time to be alive. It's Halloween. (laughs) Holla at you boys.